Captain America is in Japan. That's the nickname given to American phenom wrestler Kyle Snyder. Snyder, at only 25 years old, is seeking to defend his goal from the 2016 Games. That's the year he became the youngest U.S. wrestler to ever win the top prize. On top of that, Snyder has won it all at the college level and at World Amateur Championships. As he says, as big as the sport is in my life, wrestling doesn't define me. God alone defines me. Everything's already been done by him, so I don't have to worry about a thing. This sustained Snyder throughout the last year as the games were delayed, and it's what will fuel him on the wrestling mat this month. Like Snyder, our identity is in Christ, no matter our achievements in this life. Jesus is our champion who was victorious in our place, and we can rest in him. Welcome to Haven Today. I'm Charles Morris, sharing the great story that's all about Jesus. And here on this final week of July, we're starting a series we all need to hear called In His Image. If you've been a Christian for any amount of time, you know the Bible teaches that all humans bear the image of God. But what does that mean? And why is it so important to understand this here in 2021? The simple answer is that it helps us better understand our identity. The more complex answer is seen in our culture all around us today. It was a summer day. My dad walked in the door and he said, Denise, I want to become a woman. I went through a brutal time of sexual distortion, molestation led me into a lifestyle of being gay identified for eight years. I struggled with my identity all the way through my life, lived eight years as Laura Jensen until I found the Lord Jesus Christ. The issues are unavoidable. They're on the news. The White House in rainbow colors. They're in our legislation. The Texas bathroom bill. In our schools. Drag queen story out. Our entertainment, our social media. They're even reaching into our churches. Let us be the church together. We're not just talking about issues. We're talking about people. I began injecting myself with massive doses of testosterone. Right here is the needle. The needle's about this big. 15 months on hormone blockers. What would it be like if every person knew that they were created in the image of God? A little excerpt from a brand new documentary called In His Image that explores the explosive issues of our day regarding sexuality and gender. There's a lot of confusion today on this subject, but this film seeks to compassionately, as well as biblically, help everyone understand what it means to be made in the image of God. In a moment, we're going to meet with one of the producers of this film, M.D. Perkins. He'll share some stories of people who've struggled with homosexuality and transgenderism, but found hope in Jesus Christ. And we'll hear his heart and how he wants to help Christians share the good news of Jesus with those confused with sexuality and gender. I encourage you to stay with me. We all need help to understand these issues with a grace-filled heart. After the program, I'd like to send you a copy of the double DVD set of In His Image, Delighting in God's Plan for Gender and Sexuality. Not only will this documentary help you more understand this topic from a biblical perspective, it'll give you hope that God is working to redeem many who are confused today and calling them to find their identity in Christ alone. Our number to call after the program is 800 654 
800-65 Haven. Or visit our website. Check out the trailer that we have there for In His Image. And then you can make your gift and ask for the double DVD set at haventoday.org. Haventoday.org. And now let's open the program with We Are Messengers and their song, Made in His Image. I woke up with a broken heart in my chest. I couldn't sleep, couldn't get no rest. Weighed down by the heaviness of life. And I try to shake it flipping through my phone But all it does is make me feel more alone How could anything that feels so wrong be right? Seven billion voices separate us But only one can show us who we are We are Shades of love We are made Made in the image of Made in the image of God That's where the light comes from Yeah We all need the same medicine We all need another second chance There's no first in line At the foot of the cross Welcome to Haven Today, and this is a most interesting interview that we're going to have as we head to Tupelo, Mississippi. American Family Films, M.D. Perkins, is the producer of a documentary that has really been receiving some amazing reviews in the Christian community, at least, 
and it's called In His Image, Delighting in God's Plan for Gender and Sexuality. MD, welcome to Haven today. Good to have you on the program. Thanks for joining me. Thank you, Charles. It's great to be with you today. You know, it's the month after Gay Pride Month, and I don't think I've ever seen such an increase in recognizing Gay Pride Month as this year, or the number of companies, even in their advertising, that started putting the colors up, mm-hmm. putting symbols up, talking about it. I think it's an appropriate time for us to go back to an issue that we haven't explored in a long time. This idea of the cultural change that we're seeing in gender and sexuality today, and frankly, most Christians don't know what in the world to think. Maybe we need to go back to the basics. I thought we had to have you on. Give me the elevator talk. What are you doing in this movie that you made? Well, In His Image is about delighting in God's plan for gender and sexuality, as we mentioned there in the subtitle for the documentary. And so the big picture is we want to know where we've come from as a culture, where we are. You know, we could assume that everyone is is realizing this, but a lot of people have just kind of gone along to get along and aren't really even paying attention or or, or fully aware of, of what fully has happened culturally. And then so we want to see where we are culturally, but we want to go back, like you said, to the basics. We want to see, well, what was God's intention for our gender and sexuality? What was God's intention when he, when he said he created us male and female after his own image? What is that maleness and femaleness intended to communicate and express? What is that? Is that innate? Why, why is that matter for us as, as individual people? And why has that mattered for us, you know, for centuries? And why is it now being undermined overall in the, in these cultural arenas? And then to start to try and bring the Word of God to bear on some of these specific questions regarding regarding the thought of orientation, sexual orientation, regarding the thought of transgenderism, and also bringing with that um, testimonies of people who've been transformed, radically transformed by the grace of God that interceded on their behalf, that came in and, and gave them a new sense of identity and purpose of what it meant to even be a human being and what it meant to be a, a man or a woman and the, the, the transformative grace of God at work in the souls of people. And that's, we wanted to give that, that full picture. You know, as a church, we've kind of lost our way in this. And we're, there's mm-hmm. a lot of confusion and mm-hmm. a lot of uncertainty and a lot of just wishy-washy, vague answers to questions. Let's get down and figure out what did God really say? And then what can we, what can we do with that information? How do we apply that then to our everyday lives? And that wishy-washiness, as you've described it, that's even showing up in more conservative groups. But I guess I'd like us to make one thing clear. This is not a documentary where you're bashing gays, is it? No, absolutely not. not. No, I mean, our goal from the beginning was to take the truth of God and to wed it to the compassionate heart of God and to be able for people, uh, regardless of where they find themselves in the situation. I mean, there might be people who come to this documentary wanting to just hear about how bad the culture is and, and, and all of that. And then they find within this Oh, there's a lot of trauma in these, in a lot of these people's backgrounds that have caused them to question even their sexuality or their, their gender. 
um, there's a lot of uh, abuse that's happened over the course of their life, or there's a lot of inaccurate answers that they were given by the churches that they that they sought out. And so, you know, trying to, to stir people both toward compassion and toward a, a bold stand for truth, those were the two pillars that we were trying to uphold with this documentary. So, no, I mean, it's not about bashing anybody. It's not about telling anybody that you're outside of the spectrum of God's mercy or God's grace. It's about calling men and women to repentance and to faith and to give an insight into what, what do Christians or what should Christians really say and believe about what the Bible teaches on these subjects. And that's all of us, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You decided to make this movie with a lot of testimonies. So you're not just putting experts on, you know. Yeah. Uh, you're not just putting biblical theologians on. How'd you go about finding the testimonies, the stories that you have people tell inside this documentary? And they're all true, right? Yeah. You didn't hire any actors. <laughs> no, not at all. Yeah, the, the idea of testimonies, first of all, the philosophy behind it was people are listening to stories. And many times people's erosion when it comes to the biblical foundations on this issue usually comes because they have a friend or a loved one who okay. is telling them, well, I feel this way and this is my experience and I've experienced these hard things and I just need you know, the church to accept me and affirm me for who I am and to build me up in this new identity that I've, that I've recognized for myself. And so when it came to the thought of this documentary, no, I mean, we couldn't just have theologians stating the biblical case. We had to have that, but that was only part of it. We needed to have testimonies that were able to get down into the, the nitty-gritty life situations where people have come from so that you can see that illustrated. You can see the power of God illustrated in someone's life. We're talking about a lot of psychological issues. We're talking a lot of even about spiritual oppression and things like that. So these things are going on in someone's psyche and their mind, and they keep being told, well, you just need to get surrounded by affirming friends, or you just need to go take these hormones and kind of live on these hormones. You need to have all these people recognize this. You need to go have these surgeries. But then if, if all of those things don't work, well, the problem is that society hasn't fully conformed to this mm. view. So you still feel at odds with everything. And so that's how this keeps getting pushed further and further down the line is we so in essentialized the internal reality of people's psychology that then we're projecting outwards and, and kind of forcing that on, on everything. I mean, that's kind of the nature of this whole Equality Act thing within the U.S. is this, this thought that sexual orientation and gender identity now become innate biological categories in civil rights law in the same way that we might think of, of ethnic identity or, or male or female or those, those kinds of things. But, you know, obviously this is even at odds with some of those, those, uh, those categories, but that's, mm -hmm. that's where we are today. And so that was why, that was why testimonies were important to us is because you get to see some of those themes come out. The Lord began to convict me little by little. He didn't leave me there, you know, in being transgender and slowly the conviction started to come. As I'm sitting there thinking about it one night, the Lord very clearly said, if you stood before me tonight, what name would I call? And I was very stunned by that because I thought, I just had convinced myself that God would accept me as Jake and I had pictured myself showing up in heaven as a boy. And I didn't really answer at first, but I knew that he was not gonna call me Jake. God said, let me tell you who you are. And it was the most loving voice I've ever heard in my life. The creator of all the universe had said, you know, let me tell you who you are because 
My identity is not something for me to go search out. We hear in culture all the time, we need to find ourselves. We need to go find our identity. We are already defined. We are known before the foundations of the world. As a person like Laura, you know, very articulate young lady, clearly knows the scripture, has has met with the Lord, and has been radically transformed. And, you know, in, in early in those in that process even, you know, Laura talks about, I wasn't convinced that I would ever feel comfortable even in my own body again. Hmm. I didn't know if I was going to feel comfortable as a woman but I knew that I needed to follow the Lord in this and, and walk by faith rather than my feelings. And I mm-hmm. think that's such an important message today. Uh, it's an important message for, for young people who are growing up in a, in a media-saturated age of images mm-hmm. and feelings, and it's mm-hmm. all about emotion and, and kind of how you feel, but also for parents and older people who are trying to understand this whole situation. How do we even get here? You know, and some of those questions. So that's how we approached it. Well, if you just joined us, you're listening to Haven Today. M.D. Perkins, he's a producer with American Family Studios, and he's joining us. We're talking about his doctor documentary, In His Image, Delighting in God's Plan for Gender and Sexuality. One of the things you do is is you put your toe into the scientific evidence that's out there as well. Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, well, that was another piece of this puzzle is we wanted to be able to present the biblical side. We wanted a personal testimony side. But there's also Christians need to realize that science actually is on our side. It does, you know, all truth is God's truth, as some people have have said. So when when we're talking about biology and when, when we're talking about the muscular density and the structures of the way that men's bodies are made versus women's bodies are made, those are biological facts. Those are just facts of nature, you know, God's natural revelation that God intends men to to have a, a stronger disposition and he creates their bodies that reflect that. And, and women's bodies are, are more malleable, more flexible, more relational. So all of these kinds of things are just embedded in the fabric of who we are as men or as women. And part of that distinction was God intended so we, we try and establish that distinction between this kind of cultural paradigm of gender, gender roles and gender identity versus, you know, that there is a, a biological element even to some of these ideas that become ingrained in culture. But there is scientific evidence on our side. So when you start then applying that immediately, mm-hmm. it gets applied out on things like, uh, like transgender athletes and things like that, where a man is competing within a woman's field of, of, of competition, but his his whole body structure is built to be faster, to be stronger, to have more bone mass and muscle density and those things. So will that transgender athlete turn out to win these events? I mean, we would expect that they would just by nature, the biology of the way that their body was made as a man. And is that so. happening in the Olympics this year? I, I believe it is. Yeah, I'm, there is a transgender athlete in the Olympics and there are a number of others who are trying to to compete and get into that into that level so that this this becomes more of a not just a national talking point but at that point it becomes a global talking point mm-hmm. md we need a lot of prayer for the cultural issues that are attacking our very fiber today we need the lord's power to lead us to grace and would you lead us in prayer right now Absolutely. please Our Father, we thank you that we can come before you in prayer and that you are a God who hears us, that you are a God who desires for your people to draw near. And Lord, you have requested the prayers of your people. And in a mysterious way, God, you answer prayer 
Lord, we can't bend your arm. We can't make you do what you would not will to do. But Lord, somehow this is part of your will and your purpose is for your people to cry out to you. So Lord, I do pray for all the listeners now that you would lay a burden on their heart for for the lost, a burden on their heart for the church, a burden on their heart for their, for their children and the next generations who are growing up in a hostile culture. And Lord, we ask that you would stir your people to cry out to you, stir your people yes, to Lord. live their lives consistent with their profession of faith. Yes. And Lord, would you do a work in our midst? Would you revive our hearts, O oh God? Would you make us a light to the nations within our own homes and with our own communities and our own churches? And Lord, from that, would, would revival fire spread across this nation? Lord, not, not for some grand political purpose or that we would now have a more comfortable life. Lord, we don't need comfort. We need Christ. So Lord, draw near to us. Take your people by the hand and Lord, meet with us and, and raise up men and women who will, who will stand for truth and feel confident in their standing and placement with you and be able to, by their lives and by their words, be able to draw men and women to Christ because you have laid that burden on their heart. Lord, we ask for that. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Hmm. All right, M.D. Perkins, thank you so much for joining us here in Haven today. And for offering this, this wonderful movie in his image, delighting in God's plan. Well, it, was, it really was a joy and an honor to be able to, to create something like this. It wasn't, it wasn't my first choice for a documentary topic, but, um, but providentially, this is what the Lord wanted us to do, and we believe we've, we've done what the Lord has required of us in it. Prepare our hearts, oh Sovereign Grace and Show Us Christ here on Haven Today and a program called In His Image. I'm a woman trapped in a man's body. Love is love. God made me this way. I'm sure you've heard statements like these and more. With Gay Pride Month being advertised more this year than ever before, many Christians are confused and even afraid. What are we to do and what should we say? 
Well, I think the best place to start is God's Word. And that's exactly where M.D. Perkins and his team began when they set out to make their documentary called In His Image. What would it be like if every human being knew how valuable they are? Oh, Lord, you have searched me and you know me. You know when I sit and when I rise. You perceive my thoughts from afar. You discern my going out and my lying down. You are familiar with all my ways. Before a word is on my lips, you know it completely, O Lord. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place. When I was woven together in the depths of the earth, your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. What would it be like if every person knew that they were created in the image of God. Those are the opening moments from In His Image, delighting in God's plan for gender and sexuality. I think we all need to see this powerful documentary that's rooted in God's holy word. Yes, it does address the confusion that sin has brought to this subject, but even more, it points to the hope we can all find in Jesus Christ even those struggling with same-sex attraction or gender dysphoria. It's filled with God-exalting testimonies, as well as helpful and biblical teachers who will give you answers and hope straight out of God's Word. Would you call us right now? Would you ask for the double DVD of In His Image? And for your gift to the ministry, we'll send it to you right away. Our number is 800 654 2836-800-65-HAVEN. Or visit our website. Check out the extended trailer that we have there for In His Image. And then you can make your gift and ask for the double DVD at haventoday.org. Haventoday.org. I'm Charles Morris. Thank you for joining me. Won't you come back again next time when again we get to share together the great story It's all about Jesus here on Haven Today. Here for your encouragement and your walk with Jesus, I'm Charles Morris with Haven Ministries, inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. Suffering has the ability to make us doubt, but also wonder, will God remain faithful? Does He care? We're not the first people to wonder such things. Things were not how the psalmist Asaph thought they would be or should be. Suffering had caused him to wonder if God would remember it. But then he thought about how God had acted in the past. Even in the middle of the chaos of the Exodus, God led his people. Your path led through the sea, your way through the mighty waters, though your footprints were not seen. The people could not see their shepherd, but he was still there. Christ is our good shepherd. We can trust him even when it hurts. Spend more time with Jesus with Anchor Devotional. Visit us at getanchor.com.